Good evening, Fossum Soul Sister, and hello, Fossum Warriors. Hello, everybody. How is everyone tonight? Yeah, hopefully you guys had a nice weekend, um, kind of got some sunshine. It was pretty nice here this weekend. Yeah, we had, um, this morning was rather chilly here in Edmonton, but it did get nicer, and we did get some sunshine this afternoon, so that was definitely Oh, nice. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's always nice to have that. Balance. Balance, right? Yeah. Yeah. I find this, this summer, I don't know about Calgary, but in Edmonton, it's been kind of a good balance because we've had very hot weather, but then the day after, it usually cools down with, like, rain or... Okay. Yeah, ours has been a good balance for Sarah. Right. <laughs> because it's been a lot cooler than it has been hotter. Like, we've had a lot of rain right. and things, so that's my balance. <laughs> Which is good. I, I, it is good, I think. For me, too. Yeah. I, I know a lot of people like the hot weather, but I, I have to say I'm quite enjoying it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of tea are you having tonight? I am having... Um, Mango punch, and it's a cold tea. Oh. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, um, I don't know, like a nice refreshing tea, like. Yeah, I like the, I like the mango uh, touch. Yeah, yeah, it's a nice, nice refreshing drink. You're in the Caribbean, in the Caribbean. I am, Yeah. <laughs> And what tea are you having tonight? Um, I am enjoying the Saigon chai tea. Ah, yes. And what do you think of that one? It's my first time trying this one, and I'm actually enjoying it. It's pretty good. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I really like that one. It's very, very warming. It is. It's soothing. Like very soothing. Yeah. Which yeah. is what I, I definitely call for tonight, so it feels good. Yes. Yeah, it's kind of just that, as you said, soothing warmth, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. So, we had a humongous amount of people, um, listeners, not people. <laughs> all people. I'm assuming you're all people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people, listeners, aliens, cats, dogs, like <laughs> tomato, tomato. <laughs> That's what JJ's been saying lately, but yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but we have we've had like such a huge amount of um support and response to Yeah. For this week's podcast. Yeah, for fear and challenges that um, people have had over the summer. Um, because we talked last week about our um, summer challenges and the challenging weekends we had. And what fears we kind of overcame. Right. Yeah. So it was really cool. To see because not only did we 
get a lot of a lot in response, but to see the um, diversity of challenges that people have faced, um, it's crazy and yeah. interesting. And I'm so glad and yeah. grateful. <laughs> Me too. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, it yeah. it brings so much more to this podcast. It really does. It. Um, I think I've said it before. Like it just brings the connection between us and the listeners. I think a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. We feel we feel more connected to you guys. Yes. And yeah. we hope that you can feel more connected to us. More connected well. to us. Yeah. We'll give you some alien tips so that you can get even more connected. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Right. <laughs> yes, we we have plenty of alien tips that we could share. <laughs> Maybe that's what we could discuss because um, Floss and Soul Sisters coming in to visit us in Edmonton. Yes. Together. Yes. So it will be. Um, we haven't quite decided what we're going to do or talk about yet but we're gonna see if we can make it kind of a special one um and we'll see um because i come on that following monday so maybe we'll make the podcast later into the week instead of sunday i think yeah i think so because you're coming like august 5th yes right yeah so yeah maybe um we'll do it like august 6th yeah so it'll be on like maybe Tuesday ish kind of thing, um, and yeah, we'll it'll be neat because then um, we won't have to use all this extra technology. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, we will try to come up with something um, special. special for you guys for that week. So be on the outlook for that. Yes. <laughs> further ado this is the Uh, fear and challenges podcast yes would you like to start us off since my head seems to be in the clouds (laughs) oh mine's there right with you (laughs) um so our um first one is from laura and she wrote i have spent the summer really breaking out of my comfort zone in all areas. Socializing, so for example, um, birthday party she went to, um, I didn't know anyone except three people. Uh, Wearing a bathing suit in public, not obsessing 24-7 over food, and honoring my hunger. Attended a work cookout free from food restrictions, working out because I want to, rather than because I have to, not resorting to ad behavior throughout my divorce, practicing self-compassion on a routine. Hands down amazing. Yeah, that is so amazing. (laughs) That is, like I can't even fathom, like that's, wow. Yeah. First of all, there's stressor of the divorce. Mm -hmm. Second of all, facing those fears in basic of that stress. I mean, talk about overcoming your fears. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. And really 
making most of the summer, right? Like that is. Right. And so thank you, Laura, for showing us that it can be done. Yeah. um, That uh, you're able to hang on to this um, memory because. Yeah. And I think that is something that is so helpful is just going through all this and thinking, okay, I did this. Right. I've done it before. I can do it again. Exactly. Um, and yeah, this is definitely something. Yeah, so that is such an amazing um, accomplishment. Right. Yeah. Awesome job, Laura. And thank you so much for sharing. That's it. Yes, yeah. Um, we have a, another one from Annie who says that she accomplished that she did not go into her diet mindset again just because it's summer, which is definitely something to be said. Mm-hmm. So good job, Annie. <laughs> uh, she wore shorts in public, super uncomfortable for her, and eating ice cream, allowing her husband to cook as he is not subbing anything. Wow, again, amazing. Yeah, because especially in summer, um, it can be really hard not to fall into the diet mindset. Exactly. I mean, that's when it's endorsed by society. Yeah. So for her to um, take control of that mindset and honor her instead of My words aren't coming to me today. <laughs> um, but, like, just to uh, um, be able to honor herself mm-hmm. instead of the diet mindset. Yeah. In yeah, and she made kind of a good point, too. Wearing the shorts in public, it was super uncomfortable. Um, and with a lot of fear and challenges, it's going to be super uncomfortable um but still doing it right pushing through yeah um yeah so proud of you annie yeah Um, i like that you picked that out that she she still did it even though it was super uncomfortable yeah um because um a lot of things that are new for us are going to be uncomfortable just because for the mere fact that it's different not yeah Take away the fear, just the fact that it's different yeah. makes it uncomfortable. And then you add the fear in there and it makes it super uncomfortable. Right, yeah. Um, so I'm glad that she added that. Yeah, because it's like kind of, some if you haven't done something for so long, right, Right. it's, it's going to be uncomfortable because you're not used to it. Exactly. Um, yeah, so just repetition yeah. until it becomes familiar again. Yeah. So thank you, Annie. Yeah, thanks for sharing, Annie. Um, The next one is Adrian. Things have been going very well this summer. From working on so many challenges and fears in the past, I feel I am in a good spot now. Um, But then she wrote, I actually had a panic attack at the stampede tonight. I did my deep breathing and thought to myself, Adrian, you need to fight through this. And I did. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, very huh. awesome. I love it. And I love how she um, talked to herself. She used self-talk. 
right? Yeah, and kind of like, um, yeah, Adrian, you need to fight this. It's kind of just... Right, um, just reinforcing... Yeah. Um, not, not to fall into the... Into kind of like the... What am I like? Kind of like the, I guess trap, right? Thinking. Right. Trap. Exactly. That's yeah, point. and I find that sometimes it'd be like, Sarah, you can do this. Like, it is very soothing and helpful to say your name. Right. Like it, it adds a sort of empowerment to it. I think it does. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, just taking like deep breathing. And just slowing down for a minute, right? And remember to, to, to use that tool in a time that um, mm-hmm. we're taking you is also something that um, you should be very proud of because yeah. um, when fear takes over, sometimes the last thing on our mind is to remember our healthy coping skills. So Right. Yeah, so that is such an amazing um, accomplishment and I think that is so great and I think that is so helpful to remember um, and not everybody um, thinks of it right like thinking Sarah is okay or Adrian is going to be okay because I had a friend um, or I have a friend back in treatment at the time and she um Two will say, oh, Sarah, like, and that's where I kind of got from it and stuff, like, because her name is Sarah as well. And so she would talk to her, like, right? And so that's where I got that from. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, and it was cute because she'd be like, oh, I'm, it, or I'm talking to myself and because our both names were Sarah and stuff, right? So it was cute. But yeah, so it is, it is such a helpful thing right to you just... know what? I think I'm gonna try that I, I haven't thought about it but now that I'm thinking about it it's like having a higher self yeah yeah something kind of um someone wise higher like the higher self that yes yeah that just comes and says may you got this you can fight through this right. um and you make a good point of thinking of it as a higher self Right. Being there yeah. and telling you it's okay. Right. You got this. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, so thank thanks you. so much, Adrian, for that tip. Yeah, that's like... That's well, now like, I'm going to try that and I'll let you know, Adrian, how that works. Yes. <laughs> so our next viewer, Laura, another Laura, says... For me, this summer, I have worked hard on choosing intuitively what to eat, especially when wearing out, really expanding my variety of foods and challenging any fear foods, and doing more things socially and getting out more. That's pretty amazing, too. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah, so amazing. And just really, I think, doing what you want to do, right? Like, self-love. Right. And, yeah, like, just really, like you said, honoring. That takes 
guilt because you have to you have to step out of outside of whatever's going on because there could be like a lot like and and life does have its own momentum to step out and ask yourself what is it that I want right now um, because I'm certain for anybody but for people dealing with eating disorders who are working around eating intuitively and stuff um, there's a bunch of inside noise going on as well mm-hmm. so, so to take that time and to honor what you really want um, that's really encouraging to know that yeah and that's really showing that you're connecting more with yourself right um because you said it's so hard especially in this world to do right right um and you really you really try to do what other people want you to do or think that they want you to do and right. you you kind of fall out of touch with yourself you do yeah um yeah and just like the expanding, expanding the variety of foods and stuff. Right, that's um, amazing. Yeah. Thank you, because it, it's also, by sharing this, it's also inspirational for, um, for those of us who are also trying to expand varieties of foods. And... Yeah. Yeah, so thank you so much, Laura. Yeah. List is from M. Is that sure for Emily? Yes. Okay. I like M. Yes. <laughs> me too. So <laughs> she says the biggest win for me over the past few months has been making a very conscious decision to, prior- to prioritize me, my health, and my recovery. I have taken a couple of very tangible steps such as committing to a Sunday afternoon yoga practice. I always book into and pay for the class at least a day in advance. And negotiating a change from full-time to a four-day week with my current employer. I have also been practicing saying no more often with a new mantra of I matter. This reminds me that what I want matters just as much as what anybody else wants from me. Very true. Yeah. This is something that is still really challenging for me, but the more I do it, the more confidence I have to do it again. Yeah, that is so, so great. Um, like, for starters, like, um, I really like the mantra of I matter. I do too. I was going to say, man, yeah. I'm getting a lot of good tips from these. Right? Yeah. So I many like, good tips. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, we do matter. All of us matter. Yes. Yeah. as much as everybody else matters. And, um, right. And I like how she broke her commitments. Like, she has steps. So she, um, and I think one of her steps, one of her goals, it seems, from reading this is taking time for herself. And so she was able to talk to her employer to ask mm-hmm. for time to do that and um, yeah. creating structures so that she follows through with what she wants to do, such as booking ahead of time for her yoga practice. Yeah. So, she's, yeah. And I think with the whole, like, 
um, four day a week and talking to her boss about that is so amazing because one that's like kind of stepping up to your boss asking um, or even like being assertive hey Yes, exactly. Right, so really communicating. Another thing is um, knowing that you need that for yourself. Taking care of you, right. that self-care. Um, so yeah, there's... That is a devil-edged awesome sword. <laughs> yes, I like that. <laughs> but it's true. Um, yeah, because way to go, Em, because that's... Facing your boss is hard. Yeah. Um, advocating for yourself is hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, like you said, being aware that you need it. Yeah, because yes. a lot of times, especially with, like, society and ourselves and our minds, oh, you need to work, work, push. work, right? Push yourself as far as you can push. Um, so just really realizing, no, I, this is, I need to do what is best for me. Right. Way um, to go, Emily. Yeah. Em. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think she likes both. You can call her Emily. Okay. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, thank you for um, sharing that because, again, more helpful tips, right? Yeah, and exactly. Yeah. So, way to go. Yeah, way to go. Our next one is Jasmine. Um, She said that she really understands this concept of having a balance of staying busy and relaxing when I'm on vacation. It's something that can create quite a lot of stress for me, actually. Making my own schedule in a way and really enjoying myself when I have time off. I guess it's Ed and Miss Perfectionist telling me I'm not doing enough. I'm definitely not good enough, but F them. And you are so right, Jasmine. F them. Exactly. <laughs> right? I love that. Like, yeah. And sometimes, honestly, like, swearing at, like, the eating disorder and the perfectionism. Is the, is the best way. It Just can really bring power off, to like, that, right? It does. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I like that as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, and those are definitely hard things to... Um, to do yeah so good for her yeah, yeah just really, right and just the concept of having balance right and it, right. it can be so challenging because you want to stay busy but you also need that time to relax exactly. and regenerate right right yeah. and you know what i find also is not just the perfectionist or the eating disorder for myself mm-hmm. It's also running away from depression. And I guess that's where perfectionism kind of sneaks in for me. Right. So there's something to say about relaxing uh, in a way that's soothing. And mm-hmm. fine. It's, it's a it's a art, I guess. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right? And it really is because it's like, as you said too, right? Finding that with depression and stuff too, right? Right. Yeah, it's 
feels like it's either going the one way or going the other, right? There's right. no balance. Right, exactly. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. F them. Yes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> thanks so much, Jasmine. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, thanks so much, Jasmine. That's so great. All right, next one is Ryan. And um, he says, at the stampede, going on a ride with a friend who didn't want to go alone was one of his challenges. Um, I was scared but said yes, and another friend came with us on it as he knew I was scared as well. I'm, but I was, uh, sorry, I'm... <laughs> Oh gosh, my reading skills are off. But I was able to conquer my fear, and it helped knowing that the friend was there during the fear on it. It really helps having people look out for you and are there by your side when you are scared. We all supported each other, which helped ease the fear for all of us. And I loved that because um, that is one of a, a great tool that I heavily rely on with my foster soul sister is the support of our friends who help us through the fear. Right. Help us conquer those fears. Yeah. Yeah. It's so much easier to go through a fear with someone than it is to go on your own. Right. Yeah. And I, I like to look at it as a way of, um, I set him up for this way back because I would take him on crazy rides. (laughs) He hated it. He hated me for it, but, uh, but yeah, <laughs> and then now, um, like, he'll go on a lot more rides now. Right. Um, so I was like, excuse me, when we were younger, I'd, like, beg you to go on, and at right. the time, he didn't know how to say, um, no, and he is getting a lot better with that, too. That's another skill that, skill that he's learning, but, um. Yeah, but now he'll, oh, guess what? I went on chaos at the Callaway, and I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> but this one at the Stampede, because I guess there was, like, a while back, something happened with the ride that right. was on, like, news and stuff, and he remembered that. And so when the friend wanted to go on, he was very scared of that fear happening. Um right. But with the help and support, because he wanted to support that friend that wanted to go on. And right. so the other friend helped supported Ryan. And um, they just, they let each other know that they're all there for each other. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 I really think Ryan shared that. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Thanks for sharing, brother. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. Yes. <laughs> He would be Flossom brother in law, kind of. Yes, yeah, Flossom brother. Yes. Flossom brother in law. Uh, Somehow we'll fix him in this. Right, yeah. (laughs) But he's Sarah's brother, just so that the viewers aren't confused. Right, yes. (laughs) Who is this, Ryan? But yes, he is a awesome brother. Yes. <laughs> um, got Heather. Um, so she said, one thing that sticks out 
has been learning to cope with stressors that might trigger ed or other behaviors. Like for example, life has been throwing a lot of curveballs at me this month. Moving my beta, or yeah, so moving and then my beta got a tumor, family drama, it's all felt like one big mess and there are a lot of days where it would be a lot easier to withdraw and engage in behaviors. But allowing myself to feel messy and cry has been a big part of the journey. Being open about my messy emotions has been more effective because I feel like I'm making positive connections with people who can support me instead of isolating myself. Amazing. Yeah. Like you, my gosh, I just can't believe how much like amazing challenges people are going through and facing. That's a hard one. It is. And messy in front of people. And yeah, and with everything happening at once. Because right. as they say, that's Murphy's Law, which whoever, right. whoever Murphy is. But yeah. I don't really like his law. But things always happen all at once. Um, yeah. And she's right. It And it is. It's so hard to have emotions, right, in front of people. like, And it just really- being messy and letting it all out. Um. But it is actually so good to do that, right? Because then you're not bottling it up because, of course, that results in right. so probably even more messier, right? Right, right, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I think that's so and amazing. I think that's a great fear. I think that's the greatest fear of all is sitting with those messy emotions. Yeah. Um. I mean, the eating disorder is a coping tool for, um, for me anyways. Um, mm-hmm. I have to face that messy parts. And so I, I think that it is amazing that she's able to, because that's a, a great fear. I think not only for us, but for a lot of people to show their emotions and be vulnerable. Yeah. And then to find out and recognize and to honor that, by sitting with those messy emotions, it does help you connect with people more. Because when, if you allow people to help you, as scary as that might be, um, you're letting people in. Yeah. Yeah, I think you know, that is like... So I thought that was amazing. Yeah, and it's so true, right? Like, just, you don't you don't think of it making connections, and right, and all that, but... Truthfully, it really does, and people, yeah, connections with people who can support you, right? Because right. even accepting the supports when you're going through, like when you're, yeah, people experience hurt in, in different ways, but I recognize this in myself and my son, even if he gets physically hurt, he doesn't want someone to comfort him, yeah, like immediately just isolates or shuts down or, yeah and I'm kind of similar too so I, I with the emotional pain yeah it, it's a similar thing yeah, I, I find it hard for people to come in and right yeah and to just realize it's okay to show your emotions it's okay to let it out right exactly um, and allow people to support you like to trust and feel safe and- yeah yeah so I think that is um so great and heather i hope things do start to slow down and get a lot less stressful 
and you can have some time to yourself and joy yeah or peace or yeah yeah just yeah hopefully soon things will just (laughs) settle down for you um but thank you so much for sharing um Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that was definitely, that's definitely a challenge. For sure. Yeah. 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 Our next one is from Alyssa. Her, she says, my challenge right now is how to make time for myself when I work at nights in the hospital. That would be a hard one. Gosh. It <laughs> would be. And I think like, um, like she was a nurse in the hospital and that would be so hard. And I think... Because, yeah, a challenge right now. So I think she's still trying to figure out that balance, how to right. um, make time for herself on nights, right? Because it can be so chaotic <laughs> working. Yeah. yeah, like your whole cycle and rhythm is off balance. And- yeah, because, yeah, it gets home at, like, 7 a.m. Right. You have to sleep during the day and then back to work at night um and then some days you have off and then what do you do like and then stores are open during the day right so you have to work around that yeah yeah she's got some challenges yeah it's really finding that balance and I think yeah um well I wish her the best night if she does have any um tips on how she was able to work that out I'd be, I'd be interested in knowing. Right, yeah. Uh, please let us know, or if anyone else has any yeah. suggestions for that, um, I think that would probably be greatly helpful. appreciated and helpful. Um, exactly. So, yeah, if anyone has any kind of tips or strategies um, to balance yeah. both that out, yeah. um, drop us a message or comments. Yeah, yeah. so thanks for writing in Alyssa and we'll keep us posted yeah keep keep us posted (laughs) yes (laughs) um and so this one is from Sam one thing I challenged myself to this summer was to volunteer at Spencer's school for a swimming field trip he had been begging me to volunteer with his class forever so when this opportunity came up I was super nervous um and apprehensive about it but I just pushed away the anxiety and did it for him once I was there it was all right I had a great talk with his teacher and he was so happy and proud I would literally do anything for him to push away the anxiety I think I had to challenge a lot of my negative thoughts and replace them with more realistic ones I also listened to sleep hypnosis affirmations so I chose one that focused on confidence and anxiety. Good. Awesome, Sam. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 for one, can relate uh, um, being a mother and facing anxiety for your kids. I mean, um, that's kind of what I use sometimes to shut up the voices. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess maybe finding something that you really care about um, yeah. is a, a useful tip in, in facing anxiety because it, it does help if you can find something that is that strong that 
Yeah, that can draw your. It really does. I don't know. Yeah, it's just something that like if it is something that, as you said, you really care about, right? And just it really, I guess, forces you through that fear. It does. It really does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I also like the listening to the affirmations, the um, sleep hypnosis. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I haven't quite tried that one yet, like the sleep hypnosis affirmations. So that's actually a really good tip. I do sometimes. Um, there's one by Michael Seeley um, that I listen to. He does a lot of hypnos- hypnotic sleep affirmations. And another good um, sleep meditation is Jason Stephenson. Oh. Um, he has different ones, um, either for relaxation or for, it did, I mean, there's a lot of sleep meditations, but I, I, I like, um, I like them. They help me. At nighttime, that's when we're alone in our thoughts, right? Right. So I, not only does it help with focusing on maybe an affirmation, but it also distracts you from whatever thoughts that might be yeah so that is a good tool yeah it is and I'm so glad that um it once you got there and I think that's another great thing too is like she talked to his teacher and that really helped with like maybe connecting with people that are there right and yeah she um, was able to engage with the teacher and mm -hmm fully participates in sometimes you know that's hard to do when you're going through something like that so that that was an amazing um feeling for her to again recognize that and honor that yeah 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 thank you so much for sharing sam yes that's like another great one great tips great like i'm just so like <laughs> No, like excited everybody. hearing all these tips I'm like gonna have like I'm gonna make a, uh, a notebook out of them yeah yeah it's staples maybe I should just hole punch it and put it in a notebook <laughs> yes yeah yeah because these are just like they are they're really good they're amazing um we have one from Kiwi she says, last week, she, uh, I went to someone someone's house for dinner. I bought dessert, but they made dinner, so I didn't know what it was. And I still ate it, even though I didn't make it. And it's food. I don't normally eat. I just focused on the social aspect, being with people and enjoying their presence. Because at the end of the day, the food is just fuel. They kindly made, and it won't kill me. That is amazing. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. Like, so down. proud of you, Keely. That is yes. so great. Um, going to someone's house, first of all, for dinner. Uh, it, it clocks. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then bringing dessert. Um, and, but, uh, yeah, brought dessert, but they made dinner. So didn't know what it was. Um, and yeah, and that's really a good point because... When you do go to dinners and people's houses, when you get invited over, um, you don't know. You don't always know what they're going to be serving. Right. Um, 
And yeah, sometimes there is that option to kind of find out or they tell you a few things. But a lot of the times you just don't know at weddings that if somebody invites you over, hey, come for dinner. Um, so yeah, and I like the point she wrote too at the end of the day. Like, they kindly made it. Right. Right? It's going to be... Okay. Okay. And reminding yourself it was made from love and... Right. Things, um... Yeah, and good is this fuel. Yeah. There's nothing evil about it. Right. And focusing on the social aspect. Right. Like, I think that's... Another great thing... To redirect your thinking toward... Yeah. The more important part of the experience. Yeah. So good job, Keely. Yes, thank you so much for sharing an awesome job. Yes, thank you. The next one is from Shannon. Um, so she tried online dating and she went on a date. Um, and also getting back into driving again. Um, so I think that's an awesome challenge. Um, and just really, like, first of all, doing the online dating and then going on the date afterwards, I think is great, right? Yeah, that's it. Like, humongous. Yeah, because it's so hard, first of all, to do online right. dating, right? To just... It's put yourself out there and it. yeah right yeah yeah, yeah. To put yeah. yourself out there but yeah that's amazing yeah it is and then getting back into driving um again that can also be a huge fear right um, yeah i can attest to that for right <laughs> especially calgary roads edmonton roads you know those big city roads <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 so great yeah. job shannon um, yes, that's excellent. Thank yeah. you for sharing. Yes, thank you. Um, the next one is from Jessica. Uh, do I... Um, I have that one, right? Right? Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, just wanted to make sure my notes are... Sometimes they get mixed up. Yes. Um, <laughs> Lovely technology. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, she says, I stood up for myself and broke up with a man I was dating for about four months because he was not treating me with the respect, attention, and appreciation he deserved. It was a challenge for me because I first had to see the dynamic I was in wasn't healthy for my growth, and then I had to take action and trust the universe will bring me another match who will treat me with respect and show me appreciation. In the past, I would have stuck it out with a man like this because he was meeting the bare minimum. After years of work with myself, I know that I deserve someone who wants to give me the maximum because that is what I give in relationships. I felt I was satisfying my hunger for love with breadcrumbs when I had the appetite for a full meal. I am generous, kind, loving soul with boundless supply of affection, and I deserve someone who will love and support me in ways that will nurture my growth and allow me to flourish. Every time you stand up to the eating disorder from a genuine place of good enough is enough, 
I deserve better than this. You get stronger and Ed gets weaker. Yeah, and like so amazing, and that is so true. Um, cause yeah, just you do. You get into relationships that don't treat you with respect, right? And but you feel that that's all you deserve, right? Um, so just realizing that you deserve so much better, and I like how she put like kind of put it in the aspect of, um, like, she felt she was satisfying her hunger. Right. For love. With breadcrumbs. With breadcrumbs, um, and stuff, and I think that's such a cool way of looking at it, right? It is. I like that. Yeah. Because her appetite was actually for the full, full meal, not the breadcrumbs. Right. Yeah. At dessert, she puts that. Right, yeah, and so it shows, like, um... And recognizing she deserves and, 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 you know, that is something that she should have. Yeah, and that is, like, huge. And what I've, um, learned from her is self-compassion and self-love really, really help you with that, knowing that you are worth so much more. Right. And, um, with any, like, I deserve better than this. You get stronger and Ed gets weaker, right? So it's, right. and just, and that's with anything, just when you're really challenging your fear, it's making Ed weaker, Ed weaker that voice weaker, right? Like it's, exactly. it's really showing, you know what, I can do this. Um, and as she said, after years of work on herself, so, and it does, right? It takes time and it takes, just keep trying, taking those steps. Right. Um, and at times it does get frustrating because all oh, this is taking so long, right? But I think it's being patient and just right. keep working. Yeah. One step on at a time, it. one day at a time. Yeah, exactly. So... Yes. So thank you so much, Jessica. That is so great. And um, just having that mantra, I deserve better than this. Yes. Is so helpful. And, and the, the food. Yeah. Yeah. Just really, yeah. Um, the whole hunger for love. Yes. Um, so thank you so much, Jessica, for um, sharing that with us. Yes. Thank you, Jessica. Next one is JJ. My challenge was going on a water slide. I faced my challenge by asking for grandpa's help. I was scared and after found it to be fun. It taught me I can overcome my fears one step at a time. Way to go, JJ. So JJ is May's son. Yes. Um, He's 10 years old. Yes. And that is so awesome. And again, using his support, right? So... His grandpa's help. Um, but once he did it, he enjoyed it. Yeah, and to recognize that he enjoyed it. Because yeah. that helped him keep doing it over and over again. Right. Was that at the uh, Medicine Hat Lodge? It was, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, my brother, because I was telling him that 
JJ did that challenge at Waterside. And he's right. like, was it the medicine hat one? That one is so fun. And he was so <laughs> proud of JJ, too, for doing that. So, yeah, that's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. Way to go, JJ. Yeah, we're pro- I'm, I'm super proud of him. Yeah, so proud. <laughs> and then there's Destiny. She's my eight-year-old daughter. Um, she says, my challenge was staying at home with my big brother as my parents went to their boss for an hour. I faced my fear by having my friend and JJ make me feel safe. Plus, I called and Snapchatted with mommy. I felt independent. I learned I can overcome fears with help. Yeah. So, yeah, again, using supports. And, and her resources, right? So, resources. Snapchat, being able to, and Snapchat requires, like, kind of fun and also being able to connect with you. Right, exactly. Yeah, so. so I was proud of her because that was... It was something she wanted to do, but she was scared to do. So it was it was one of those things that she found that um, she was still very uncomfortable. So it was something something she says that she um, knows that she's gonna have to do over and over again. Yeah, and having that support of her brother there too, right, really helped. It did. Um, yeah. So way to go, Desi. That is yes. so awesome. <laughs> so good. Um, our next one is Margaret. Yes. Um, so since going through the school of recovery, I have learned so much and I take a long time to process knowledge and bring it into experience. I joined school of recovery off my own bat. For the first time in my life, I did not consult anyone or seek advice. And this has been a pivotal moment in my life. I have a long-term friend from my work days that I have kept in touch with infrequently at first and then as my disordered eating deteriorated became my only confident as ed convinced me i was unworthy and lacking and deserved to have no friends and even though i found her connection at times bullying and lacking empathy i hung on grimly believing ed and my social anxiety became crippling as well as my guilt and shame and feelings of sacredity. Since I finished school of recovery, I listened to my friend who told me that I needed to take a break because I wasn't putting on weight and I became more and more aware of how she was in my plate and I was eating. I became to feel very angry after her calls and then began to feel angry before her calls. And resented hanging around for two rings at 7 p.m. in the evening. Ed, of course, has all this conflict and internal turmoil. I, on several occasions, was evasive with her, hoping she would take the hint. I recognized my part in this as direct communication, telling her to buy out was needed. I ended our conversation one day abruptly as she was pressuring me with all the should words i practiced my self-compassion break and my own version of trying to calm down my brain with emdr i rang her back after a while when i was composed and her attitude was protesting despite saying she was sorry i then proceeded to ask her for help in the matter of the shoulds as she was so great at telling me and she said she had no time 
At the time, I didn't understand what the emotion was that was coming up, but now, with increased awareness, I understand I was being triggered back to a very painful feeling in my childhood. For the teaching of the School of Recovery, I see this now as the limited, limited belief that I do not matter and I am not enough. This dawned on me a few weeks ago, and, now, and I see now that all the work we do in School of Recovery does start shifting things inside. And I felt anger towards her because she was undermining my newly found sense of some worth and value. I decided to ask her for the time and space as I went to my trauma or to do my trauma work with my counselor coach on my own and with support from nurturing relationships. I struggled with this and recognized that once the cat is out of the bag, so to say, I cannot stuff the cat back in and say this is with no disrespect to my beloved kitty and all her feline buddies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then I faced the pushback and felt desperately hurt, probably more to do with the repressed pain of past traumas. I sent with the, the help and support of my local friend a response that answered the question inherent in her response and ignored the rest. Yay for assertive skills, and I am working towards getting Lowe's more assertive responses. I have not heard from her since. There is a great relief in me, but also a simmering guilt, more to do probably with my own abandonment fear and resolve never to abandon anyone. I feel sadness, too, at the bursting of this illusion, and know I am grieving a loss, and at the same time, I believe that there is a rainbow waiting for me in this cloud, and I see the universe in God's hand in all of this, as this is where I change and take action in accordance with my inherent worth as a living creature of God and the universe. I have as much right as any other living being in creation to be treated with love and kindness, density, respect, and equal, equality. Tongue twister. Equality. <laughs> I do not wish any harm on any living being, and I draw boundaries around my being. I ask for distance if this is being disrespected, and maybe in the future we can establish a healthy connection as equals, and I am putting my recovery first right now. I am writing this out for myself too, whilst Ed is out of the picture, which Ed is when I post here on Slack, and I truly thank God and the universe for this. Writing out my central bit and the intentions we do in school recovery is working for me. I have trust and faith that I am enough. I love this. It was so very um, explicit. Like she really broke down. Yes, just very well put. Kind of started from the beginning, the middle, right? And just really... Right. You could fully see the picture of what was going on and what... Her thoughts were and how she dealt with those thoughts and yeah and it's a very common um i find situation for us going through a recovery dealing with these type of relationships yeah yeah I i've been through a few of them throughout my recovery and through like the eating disorder and as she said um you have to draw boundaries right sometimes the relationship can be toxic. Sometimes it's not working for at the point you're at. Exactly. Um, 
and again, I like how she said, I have as much right as any other living being in creation. Right. Which is so true. Yeah, right? It is true. It is having that firm belief in yourself. Yeah. You know, she was able, because it is hard when you're, um, especially at the beginning stages, uh, recognizing this. Mm-hmm. The guilt that comes with um, reinforcing your boundaries and being able to say that you want to take time just to focus on your trauma. Yeah. It's, I think that's a, a very good way of putting it so that you're not, you're not putting any blame or guilt or you're not putting any blame on the other person. You're, no. You're taking this and saying this, this is what you need for yourself. And yeah. um, there is nothing wrong with that because you, everybody is, is, is equal and right <laughs> see took it right out of your mouth you just, yes, was just, it was right I could just see it I'm like oh there it comes <laughs> but that is just oh so much like so much was put into this and writing thank you so much Margaret for taking the time out to write all this and share with us because it just it helps us and so many others who are listening because so many people as you said go through this this yeah exactly i'm so glad she shared this because i'm in fact you know even if you go through it once and you have to go through it again it's still hard like every time you go through it so the fact that she shared this is is amazing and i like like i said i just like how she broke it down and she you can see clearly the process that she went through yeah, so thank you so, Mar- so much, Margaret. Um, yeah, and way to go. That is so great. And thank you for not disrespecting the feline buddies that we have. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, she has one as her own. Um, right. It's such a cute little white cat. So cute. <laughs> so, yes, thank you so much, Margaret. Yes, thank you. Um, and then our last one um, is Mallory. So uh, pretty much fighting with anxiety in everyday life um, with her son Brady after losing um, Quinn, their first child, and going through the ups and downs of constantly uh, having anxiety and stress. So that would be so, so hard. And um, yeah, having to fight through anxiety and stress every day while trying to stay positive for your for your current for your yeah for your son and for everything right it just appreciating what's going on now even though the the past is so traumatic and probably yeah and just trying to put on a brave face but also feeling what you're feeling right um, yeah, that would, be, that would be very hard and difficult to do. Yeah, but just, yeah, just, pardon? And she, but she keeps on... She does, and yeah, that she just, they both keep on going, and there's hard days, and... Right. Okay days, and just, again, that support 
around them and stuff, right? Right. Um, exactly. 